0: so you think you know sports. We give you weekly updates on things you wanna know like off the court stories, game highlights, and all around current sports knowledge, mostly highlighting NFL, NBA, and sometimes college. Today's topics are gonna be about the Heat and the Lakers advancing to the NBA Finals, Doc Rivers being fired, NBA coaching vacancies, Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes, and another Falcons, Atlanta Falcons, collapse. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Muhammad, and I'll let my partner introduce himself. Yes, this is Alex. You know,
1: uh, we're going to come to you with the best sports information because, you know, the finals are heating up. No pun intended.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're heating up. It's on fire right now. Um, can't get any better, but we're going to start off with the NFL today, and we're going to start off with the matchup with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. So, in Monday night's game, Patrick Mahomes threw for 385 yards, passed with four touchdowns, and also had one rushing touchdown, while Lamar Jackson threw for only 97 yards, one passing touchdown, and 83 yards rushing. Some, so, from what you saw, who was more impressive, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Oh, this is not even close. I would definitely
1: love to tell you that it was Lamar Jackson today, but it's definitely Patrick Mahomes. It, we kind of saw a gap happen between the two, and it's definitely no slight to Jamar, sorry, Lamar Jackson, but... He has a different, different level of cerebral quarterback play that he needs to kind of advance to, to match up against Patrick Mahomes.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, the easy answer is definitely Patrick Mahomes, but he just has so many more weapons It's just an embarrassment of riches. And I think that's the biggest difference in their teams. Um, Lamar Jackson, of course he didn't play well, um, But the rest of his team didn't either. They were dropping all types of passes. Um, They were sending multiple blitzes at him, which were very similar to what the Tennessee Titans did in the uh, the playoff matchup, the last game that they lost. Uh, So they really knew how to contain him, but his teammates didn't help him out either. So all around,
2: I think they were out of sync and the whole team made a lot of mistakes. I completely agree. It's, uh, I, I think it's kind of just sums up. It's actually
1: maybe they are close in comparison when it comes to just quarterback. But when it comes to teams, it's definitely not equal.
0: No, not at all. Um, well, I mean, the Ravens, they did lose Earl Thomas. I mean, he was very good in moments, but not always great. Um, so their defense pretty. I mean, they're they, they sorely lacking. uh a good secondary. I mean, they're they're good, but not like very good. And Lamar Jackson doesn't have anywhere the anywhere near the amount of weapons that Patrick Mahomes has. I mean, he has so many weapons, so many speedsters out there. He it, it doesn't matter who it is, anybody can break through for a touchdown on his team. On Lamar Jackson's side, there's not much there, and their team is built to play close games or up on a lead. Coming back is very hard for them. Um, we saw that against the Tennessee Titans. Um, they built a lead on them. The the, the Ravens weren't able to come back. Uh, they, they're they just a, a running team that's not really built for coming back. But um, I'll move on to the next question. So Lamar Jackson is now 0-3 against the Chiefs and was quoted saying the Kansas City Chiefs are their kryptonite. So with these quotes... Do you agree with Lamar
2: Jackson? Um at least for now cuz it's going to be a long
1: time before we get to make this comparison again. Nothing's going to be it's always going to be uh well, at least for the next year unless they meet up in the playoffs against each other. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes is tier 1 and Lamar Jackson is Tier two It's just going to be that way until they have another opportunity
0: to face each other. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's like that. (laughs) I just think Patrick Mahomes just has so many more weapons. It's just hard to compare it right now. Um, Lamar Jackson is way more athletic than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, with that speed and elusiveness, but he just doesn't have the team. To uh, stand up to the Chiefs right now, and they are very confident coming off of a Super Bowl win, along with a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. And uh, I think this rivalry that everybody's talking about is is premature. Um, they're comparing Manning, Brady, but nobody really talked about it being a rivalry until they faced off multiple times. So I think we need much more of a back and forth
2: before we call this a rivalry. I really think the media is created to make it a a rivalry.
1: I don't think it's a real rivalry. If anything, uh, Lamar Jackson is tired of them asking about the comparison between the two. But it's not like they're really going to be facing each other that often. So I would say it's, it's not that big of a deal right now. The rivalry situation is really media-driven.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't say that the Chiefs are the kryptonite. I think they just had a really bad game yesterday. Nobody really showed up to play that well. And, I mean, if you look at the game last year with Lamar Jackson, he played amazing. His defense just let him down. And then the year before, same thing. They went in overtime. Defense let him down. Um, So I wouldn't say that the Chiefs are his kryptonite. Uh, but I'm well, along to the last... Go ahead.
1: Well, I would, say that, I would say that he's... It's not that the Chiefs are Lamar Jackson's kryptonite. They're the Ravens' kryptonite
0: as a team. Okay. I mean, I, I guess so. But um, who is the better long-term quarterback between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson? Uh, Tom can only tell that
1: one. Um, you would think it'll be Patrick Mahomes because he's not a running quarterback, which has well don't have a real large history of running quarterbacks. Uh, but I would say it's it would. I'll just go ahead and say it's Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't say Lamar Jackson because it may depend be dependent on his. Threat of, and that kind of diminishes as you do get older.
0: Yeah, um, I would have to agree. It does have to be Patrick Mahomes just because he's just set up for the future with all of his young weapons just surrendered around him. Um, He just has an embarrassment of riches, and I would say he's probably the luckiest quarterback right now. He got put in the, the best situation for him to succeed. Even though he's very talented, he took the team over the top, but it was a playoff team, a consistent playoff team before he even got there. Um, And Lamar Jackson, uh, the type of quarterback that he is who runs a good bit, it's just just from history, what it tells us. Those hits are just going to build up and you're eventually going to be on the sideline. I mean, you look at Cam Newton. I mean, he's balling right now, but he missed a whole bunch of time. So whenever you're going out of the pocket and trying to run multiple times a game, it, it builds up. So definitely, I say Patrick Mahomes, but only time will tell. And, I mean, we could easily be wrong. Um, but I'll move along to the next subject, which is about the Atlanta Falcons. So the Falcons gave up another large lead, this time by 16 points to the Chicago Bears. Nick Foles replaced Mitchell Trubisky in the second half to lead the comeback. The Atlanta Falcons have now fallen to 0-3 for the season. So with another Atlanta Falcons collapse, is it time for the Falcons to start looking for another coach?
1: Oh, definitely. This man should
2: have been fired uh, with that type of collapse. That's it. Is that yeah, all you the, to
1: say? yeah, the yeah, I was just saying that uh, he just should have been already fired. It's 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 a shame that they are having such catastrophic uh collapses, especially the one on Friday or whatever day that was, who, who what uh, Sunday,
2: Sunday that day. Um so I I would just say yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
0: yeah, I agree. Um He definitely should be fired. It's just been way too many collapses. Um, Your team clearly is not prepared to finish off games, and you're just letting up these big leads whenever you go up by 15, 16 points. And um, I guess the story can also be Nick Foles, you know, coming in and saving the day. But if anybody expects Nick Foles to become this franchise quarterback, they're they are sorely mistaken because he has never played a full season. Um, but, yeah, Dan Quinn, he should definitely be fired. I don't know if you knew the name of the Falcons coach, but that's his name. Um,
1: I know what he looked look like just because they've had to show him due to the catastrophic collapse from, what, two, three years ago that they're completely still stuck in. It, it's definitely time for a new coach, even though it's very early in the season. They, there's no respect on Atlanta's
0: name. No, and I don't think it, get, it gets any easier for them. They have to play the Green Bay Packers, who, they, I mean, they're are, they're red hot. Um, I think they play the Panthers after that, but still, they it, it looks like they could easily be 0-5 coming up, and if you're that, then you're, you're definitely out the door because you almost have no chance of making the playoffs, and they really just need to... Go ahead and get ahead of the coaching search. Um, So, yeah, they play the Packers, I mean, Panthers, um, Vikings after that. They could probably win that game, maybe against the Lions, Panthers again, then Broncos. I mean, they could probably reel off five or six wins out of this, but that's not enough to keep your job. So go ahead and get rid of them and move on. Um, But we'll also move along to some positive tests for COVID-19 in the NFL. So the Titans and the Vikings, they shut down their facilities just recently due to multiple players testing positive for the virus. Well, really just on the Titans, but um, the Vikings are doing it out of safety. Um, But the NFL still plans on going forward with the Titans' regularly scheduled game against the Steelers on Sunday. Um, But with this recent news in the NFL play, well sorry, with this recent news, is the
2: NFL playing with fire moving forward with their regular schedule Well, oh, there definitely are, and I, I, I've always only a matter of time before uh,
1: this will fully crumble because I think they're really stuck in their way about how uh, season the set of who they're playing and the conference every bit about in conference and who you play they're really stuck
2: in that ways and they're not of you a know, possibility of because you know then they'll play
1: talk, oh this is unfair wait, wait. I, 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 I can't that amount of times be the thing that dooms them
0: your um, audio is messing all up I can't get nothing <laughs> Say that again. Sorry.
2: You good? I, I don't even know what you said. <laughs> I got you. Um, honestly, I honestly don't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm gonna say that. The NFL is playing with fire, but I think that they'll still go through with um, this until the wheels fall off because they want to make their money. They're about the bottom line and they've already lost enough money, but the fans not being there and they want to get the money by any means necessary, even the players. Um, Cause I could definitely see one of these franchise quarterbacks probably getting it. And then that being swept under the rug and, them just trying to move forward because if you take away one of those quarterbacks when it's an essential game, a primetime matchup, that that just lose ratings for them. And I think the NFL has been doing good so far with their ratings. Um, so, yeah, they're definitely playing with fire. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to end, but, you know, hopefully they're able to finish the season. Um, but do you think that they will finish the season?
1: I do not think they finished the season, but I, I, it really depends. It depends on how much these players are willing to risk because the franchises are definitely willing to risk their, the players' health. Yeah, that's, that's not a debate at all. They want the money, uh, no matter what the uh, problems will be later on. But I definitely don't think they're going to be able to complete a season, much less the fact that they added on two extra games to the playoffs or sorry, not two extra games, but two extra teams. So I think they're doomed due to time and the fact that they are not willing to really adjust and not really easily able to adjust. Because if, for example, this team is delayed another week, then you delay another team and you have a cottage, you just have a, a chain effect on other teams, which throws did even more once another team gets COVID also.
0: Yeah, but I think somehow they just figure it out and they're able to f- finish the season. Even if that means pushing some of the playoff games back or the regular season back, I think that they will finish the season just because they are so stubborn. And I think all of the players who are currently playing now, they pretty much know all of the risks. And they're willing to take that risk. Um, so I <laughs> I just think that they will finish the season due to their stubbornness, um, no matter how bad it looks on the outside. But um, I say, yeah, they finish the season. But I guess we'll move along to the NBA. So we'll talk about the NBA Finals. The Heat and the Lakers both advance to the NBA Finals. There are many storylines heading into the NBA Finals. Uh, including LeBron going for his fourth ring, LeBron facing his former team in the NBA Finals. Uh, If LeBron wins the championship, should it receive an asterisk due to the circumstances? The Heat being back in the Finals with no big three, uh, does Jimmy Butler have the same effect as Kawhi Leonard on the Toronto Raptors? Uh,
2: But out of all of these storylines, which one do you find the most interesting? Um. Hm. It's not. I'm in a different position because my,
1: my favorite team has made it and my favorite player so honestly the storylines personally to me won't don't matter. I've already won. <laughs> so, uh I I I don't know. I I don't really don't care about any storyline because with LeBron that story has kind of been already con- constantly overdone, Uh, fourth ring, all this other stuff. It's really gonna be either either he wins it or he don't win it. That's it. Uh, He takes a hit to to his legacy or he does. And I really don't, it's kind of been overplayed that uh, scenario that we actually get to see it play out. We finally gotten to the end of the clock of seeing whether that will play out. Now the rest, uh, it's, it's not much enough for me to really be drawn to the story. Because Jimmy Butler and Kawhi, Uh, especially since they won't be facing a hobbled um, they. this is a a very strong LeBron team. If anything, there is no excuse for him losing this.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, There is no excuse for LeBron to lose this finals. Um, And I'll take it back to what you said, how you say you don't lose in this situation. I think you do lose if LeBron loses. Because he's your favorite player of all time. And if he loses this finals, that's just another strike against him. And he can't be pushed into that goat conversation um, that people like you and, you know, sometimes me want to put him into. So you you definitely there is a losing situation in in this. Um, But I would say probably the most interesting one is the heat getting back to the finals without a clear big three or. Well, really just having this quick turnaround, being able to make it back to the finals without uh, a D Wade and a LeBron James and Chris Bosh and just seeing how stacked that team was. Um, This team is nowhere near them. Um, I would like to see how they would match up, but I mean, we'll never know. But I feel like that's probably the best storyline coming out of this because they're kind of like a Cinderella story. Um, But I think it will end quickly in the finals.
2: I
1: hope it does. Um for many reasons. I know we are all about, hey, more sports, more basketball, all the other stuff, but I, I want this to end kind of fast. I, I would love for it to be a four sweep. And it's not like I would want my favorite team to be embarrassed at with a four oh sweep. It's just I think it's time for these players to be let out of the bubble. That's for one reason. Uh, second, I I just want this to be decided. I just want things to be decided and to know that we're going to go to distance. It already looks like we're going to go to distance no matter what, because I was at some point afraid that we wouldn't be able to get to a true result where it's too many players or too many teams still left in the playoffs to even say, Hey, we're giving you a partial championship because we weren't able to carry it on due to COVID situations. But it does look like it will go to distance. I'm just ready to see the results because we're way way past the ending of the 2019-2020 the NBA season. We're at the end of September going into October, and this is normally when they're coming in to start playing the next season.
0: Yeah, but I'm going to disagree with the quick 4-0 sweep. I, I don't want to see that. That's not really interesting. Um, really, I want to see this go at least six games. I feel like the Heat are good enough to push them to that, but... That at most. Um, Because, I mean, a a quick sweep, what does that do for the NBA? I I think it loses more people with it being blowouts and not really being much of a competition. I think that's probably bad for the NBA. (laughs) Well, I have a like probably a secret underlying
1: reason for wanting my favorite team to go out like that because if you go out like that you have the ability to go get Giannis because you you have a clear need to say I need you you need me now if it goes six uh, I think it's hard for Giannis to join a a team who takes uh, the Lakers to six games so I'm just working the back angle I do not think the Heat will win this though
2: Okay. I mean, I don't think
0: the Heat will win it either, but I mean, yeah, good. Good that he stays wherever he is or goes somewhere else. (laughs) I don't want to see him team up with the Heat. Not that I dislike the Heat. I just don't want to see this team up.
2: Why not? Like Because
1: you have KD and you got Kyrie that's going to be activated just next year. Uh, You have uh, Actually, it's a whole lot more landscape to the East that's going to happen due to these coaches' uh, availability that we will discuss uh, in a little bit. But I say, yeah, why Why not? Like, I really want to see him on a good team and have the real ability to win. Like, he, he wins, but he don't win in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think probably last year might have been his best chance to make it because he did – I think, yeah, they, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but lost out to the Raptors. Um, but this year, they just had an epic collapse. Not as big as the Clippers, but they <laughs> nobody expected them to lose in five games. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I really just don't like the teaming up. It's, it just, I, I lose interest in other teams whenever a superstar leaves. But I mean, that's fine. They they can leave. They have the option to do to do that. But I, I just don't like the teaming up aspect.
1: Did you, did you feel any type of way about? Did you feel any type of way about Katie going to
0: Brooklyn? Um, not really. Um, actually, I thought that was good. That's
1: worse than that's I, I thought. it Was worse good because than, he left uh, the,
0: the the um. Yeah, the the Warriors. Agreed. But
1: he could have went to somewhere where he could have did it by himself, like uh, you're saying that Giannis should do, because he definitely teamed up with another uh, player and teamed up with a good team. He did two. Giannis would just be teaming up with a, a good team, not a star
0: player. Yeah, but I mean the the pairing of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, uh, we we still don't know how that really mixes. And True, but there's still I, two top 15 players. Uh, possibly, if Kyrie Irving can stay on the court. And that's just a huge, Dang, you huge question mark. Kyrie ain't in the top top 15? Um, Whenever you're not on the court, no, you're not. <laughs> when you're constantly getting in the way of your team's success, no, you're not.
1: Uh, That would be arguable. I understand why you take that position. I definitely understand why you take that position, but I think it'd be arguable about Kyrie fitting in the top 15. And if anything, you should feel more some type of way about KD joining the Nets, not saying he shouldn't have not left Golden State, but him going to a team where he joined up with a team that was clearly established, made the playoffs and another top, we'll say top 20 player. Now, Giannis, that is nowhere near the case. It is joining a great franchise and a great team who don't even have anybody in the top 25. I I can't put Jimmy Butler in the top 25. There's too many great talents out there. He's a great leader. He fits in that top 10 of great leaders, if not in the top five. But he does not fit in the top 25 uh, all-stars in the
0: NBA. Okay, well, let's take away all of those numbers where you rank them. The Heat are in the finals. We can't disagree with that. The Nets last year were the okay. eighth seed that only got, what, five games? So, I mean, those
2: two teams aren't really comparable. Don't we all feel that the Heat overachieved this year? Yeah, but they still
0: made it to
1: the finals. Uh, I, tomato, tomato, I, I think we were just we're just kind of picking little uh, bits to – um, to drive our own narrative on that, but I, I think we kind of went far off from where we were. Um, I think we were at—I'm not even sure. I think it may be the the theme of the whole finals.
0: Yeah. What's What's the most interesting thing? Um, but I'm just saying, I just don't want to see any more team ups. That's all I'm saying. We've had enough. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. I had kind of took you down a whole another road. I just wanted to kind of bring us back.
0: Yeah. So. What is your NBA Finals prediction? How many games is it going to go?
1: I say it goes five. I really am thinking four, but I, that's real arrogant when you pick a four in a Finals. But I say five. I don't see it going six. I see a okay. lot of close games. so. Or, or five being close, but he winning more
0: than one due to matchup pure matchups. Okay. Um, Now, when you say four, Oh, is, is arrogant. Um, I think the only way that you go that way is with the Warriors because of what they built that super team. That's definitely, I mean, a a gimme four, Oh, for the most part. Um, But this one, I don't think so. I feel like the Heat are uh, a well-oiled machine. They play very good as a team, and I think that they can pull off two wins, um, but that's the max amount. So I say six games. Um, I don't think that the Lakers are just so overwhelming that they can just completely dominate the Heat, Um, but I feel like it would be pretty close. But the Heat aren't just somebody who's just going to give up so easily.
2: Oh, I
1: definitely agree. That's still my favorite team. I still got confidence in them,
0: but not
1: to that level. I think that a combination, what's going to make a difference in that one game that they don't win, in my theory of there being five games versus you saying six games, is that there's going to be a game winner by one of the Lakers, whether it be uh, AD or LeBron, or LeBron's just going to manhandle and try to make a statement about this Finals. So that because he's in the biggest position to make the biggest statement right now when it comes to his basketball legacy. He, if he does absolutely great, like he did in this past game, because he was balling for one for a certain amount of time. But if he does things like that in these finals and just straight tries to manhandle them, I think that makes up the difference for that one game. Yes, the Heat will definitely come to play and they definitely will. 10. It's not going to be no laydown situation at all. They're going to hit big shots. They're going to change uh, leads, but I think somehow, some way, the Lakers are going to end up on the winning side of the, those, those
0: at least four times out of the five. Okay. Um, I'm just going to stick with six. I think the Heat are good enough for two games, but no more than that. It um, is respectful. The, the, yeah, the, the, the Lakers, they should definitely win this finals, and if LeBron loses this finals, I think that it'll probably this situation, if he loses, it'll hurt him more than it'll help him winning it. Because winning it, yeah, that's great. Um he's gonna have to win more to get closer to what people want him to be like as far as compared to um Michael Jordan. But it'll definitely hurt him a lot worse if he loses it because there's no super team this time. Um there's really no excuses. <laughs> It, it is. It, I agree
1: because like it is the best situation LeBron has probably been in on a finals since he had Kyrie and um, uh, Kevin Love actually healthy. And now, no, actually, I would say the heat. I can say one of the heats with uh, Ray Allen. That might have been a really, really great year, but there was other dominant teams that the Spurs were very good that year. So um, it is not the same type of situation. He has the most help. He has uh, the most backup leaders. He's kind of formed it to way he wanted to, uh, with a clear slate when he came to the Lakers and was molded by him. So winning this will just say more about his leadership skills and things he can do later on and may add on, you know, he has to add on to this. This is really a marker in the middle of the other markers. He needs to get to this greatest um, position in people's heads. But I would say, yes, completely. I completely agree. Him losing this will definitely hurt, and he has a little bit to gain.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Um, and I think this would really be his easiest finals matchup, besides. Um yeah, really, this should be his easiest <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> when
1: you look I at it. Pause. No, I agree, but I would have said his easiest matchup would have been the one, one of them that he actually lost, which is the Dallas Mavericks. But, you know, we all know they lost that round. Um, so, yeah, I, I can agree.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'll move along to the next question, which is um, if the Lakers win the NBA Finals, who will be their MVP? Well, the Finals MVP.
1: Hmm. See, I'm really not sure about that, because it really could be AD. And I don't think LeBron has a problem with it being AD either. I don't believe it to be anybody other than those two. But, yeah, I just don't see it being anybody else other than those two. Kuzma has shown to be shaky. He will probably be probably be, be shipped out next year if there's movable pieces, if there's other pieces they can grab. But I don't think they're they're partial to to uh Kuzma. So I don't think he can do it. I definitely don't think Rondo's gonna be it. So yeah, I have to say, completely say it's gonna be LeBron and then shortly, like right behind it, is could be AD, depending on. What's happened like game winning
0: shots are hit by A.D., he's going to win it. OK, um, I feel like this is LeBron's finals MVP to lose, really. Um, everybody just wants to go ahead and crown him, crown him as the king and give him the finals MVP. All he really has to do is what he usually does, and he'll win the MVP for the finals. Um, I don't think it really matters if A.D. hits a, a game winning shot. LeBron is still the huge story and he'll easily win it if he brings his A-game. Um, but if the Heat win the finals, which is very unlikely, who will be their finals MVP?
2: Uh, oh, it'll be um, Jimmy Butler.
1: I think even if someone outscores him, like Bam out of Bayou or... I, mean, I, I don't see Tyler Hero being that person, but he has a, he has a little bit of a, a, a stick in the race, or he has a, a ticket in the race when it comes to MVP. So I would say I would rank it Jimmy Butler and a good little margin between him and the next person, and pretty close between Bam Out of Bayou and Tyler Hero.
0: Okay. Um, Really, I feel like it's an open race for them. I feel like almost any of them can step up at any point, um, because some of them don't always shine the brightest consistently. So I I feel like it can be really any of them. Whoever consistently shows up the most, they will probably win. And I think it's really a toss-up between Jimmy Butler and and Bam. Um, But yeah, I really think it could be any of them for the most part, the the, the starters for the most part. Um, but I, I,
1: go ahead. Yeah, I, I could agree. But the only reason why I'm saying Jimmy Butler and there's a margin between the next person is because if they win, it will clearly, like every person will say it is due to the leadership of Jimmy Butler, whether he scores 10 points or
2: so. That's the only reason why, like, I don't think anybody anyone else's could outshine
1: the idea that his little won them that championship because that would consist of them winning the championship.
0: Well, I think it's similar to a situation like with Steph Curry. Um in his first finals, he did play good, but he got outshined because he didn't show up in moments. And you end up with Andre Iguodala winning the NBA Finals MVP because he did a marginally great job on uh, LeBron James. So I I think it's one of those situations.
2: True,
1: I I think Jimmy's going to be on LeBron unless they're trying to do something like. not make them as tired or something like that. But I don't, I think Jimmy Butler and LeBron will be facing each other unless you throw equal dollar on them. Of course, they'll love to try to do something like that. They don't need equal dollar for points.
0: Yeah, but I'm not saying that it has to be the person, well, the person who wins the finals MVP, they have to guard LeBron So great. I'm just saying it could be any of them in this situation. It it, is just a similar situation. Like with Steph Curry, um,
1: I could, definitely agree. I just feel like even when I'm looking at who would guard LeBron, it kind of looks like it has to be Jimmy Butler or Equidala. Just what I'm thinking in my head on who they have to throw against him. Because Bam is definitely going to have to be with AD. And he really might not be on AD because you have Morrison or you got Dwight. Yeah,
0: they're going to be throwing a lot of big bodies at him. Um, but I think it could be any of them. But we'll move it along to Doc Rivers being fired. So Doc Rivers was fired by the Clippers for an early exit from the playoffs. With this quick firing of Doc Rivers, does he deserve an NBA head coaching job right away? Boy, how the tables
1: have turned. Boy, boy, boy. They were just celebrating a preseason championship last year. When they got uh, Kawhi, you remember they had the videos, it's over. It's over. It's done. It's over. Your boy Doc, yeah, you're right. Your job is over. (laughs) That's what happened. Uh, Doc Rivers got kicked out. Like One year later, this man who was serious, I think he if he was not the most respected, he is within the top three of respected coaches in the NBA. He went from that to people and deserve another heads coaching job. There really are people out right now. Just do the numbers really lie. So I definitely think he, he should have another cha- coaching job. And I definitely think he will have another coaching job from the collapses should that is questionable.
0: Yeah. I don't think he should deserve one right away. Um, he shouldn't be the hottest commodity on trying to get what well, fill one of these head coaching vacancies. But yeah, eventually down the line, yeah, he deserves one. Um, but I think that some of these other coaches should be given a chance. Someone that you think maybe uh, like a Brad Stevens, somebody who's up and coming, you know, give one of those guys a chance who's been through the rings. But um, Doc Rivers, he just looks really bad. I think that he's, he has been one of the most overrated coaches really over the past five years. Really hasn't done much. Uh, well, I mean, he has been a slight contender with his teams, but outside of that, he's not really done much. He's not the type of coach to take you over the top. Um, you you really need um, just great talent all around, and he still wasn't able to do it with What he had this season, because for some reason he's not able to rally the troops, because I think that's that's what really um, hindered them in the long run. And then having Paul George, you know, he's not really a great player in the clutch. Um, But, yeah, Doc Rivers, I think people should wait. People should wait until uh, I don't know. They should wait a little bit
2: before trying to hire him.
0: Well,
1: I think with Doc Rivers is is okay. Uh, I'll explain this way because people have been really bringing up the Celtics for uh, the past while. Like I guess because they're making the statement that a lot of these players, and specifically that coach, has gotten a lot of mileage out of the Celtics championship they got. As a, dang these. There's a lot of knowledge out of it. You got a true Paul Pierce out here really living up since he got the championship. And he was the third best player out of the three that year. Then you have KG. He's getting in the whole movie. But I don't, not nothing against KD. KG. He's not out there being extremely boisterous about that championship. And then you got, Dark Rivers has gotten a lot of respect from getting that championship. And a lot of leeway. And I still am hard to relinquish type of respect for him, even though he coached for Boston, which is a franchise I really don't
2: give much respect to. Uh, and that we could go into that, but I would say, that yes, he's gotten a lot of mileage. he got some players. The Only person who really gotten
1: any mileage out of it, or hasn't even really mentioned it as much is Ray Allen.
0: Yeah, because there was a bad breakup between them, and he got him another ring with the Heat. Uh, more as a role player, but he still got one. Um, yeah, yeah statement th- hit though. Oh yeah, <laughs> the most clutch, co- the most, the most clutch shot that yeah, I've ever seen. The most
1: clutch play ever in NBA history. Yeah, the most clutch play in NBA history,
0: hands down. <laughs> so much depending on that shot. I mean, he just didn't know at the time. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, oh, no. He, the thing about it is, what makes it great is the fact that he
1: did know it. The fact that he stepped back without looking down to step behind the three point line and go up cleanly to hit it from a side shot, which is not an a, a easy shot to hit. Of course, he's a professional basketball player. Of course, he just showed us worth. But the moment, the steps he made so exact. Between going out of bounds or getting a two-pointer and hitting it clean, made it the much most clutch play ever.
0: Yeah, and they said that. Well, he said that he practiced backing up and shooting the three. And somebody like him, I mean, I would expect that. Uh, I believe
1: but- it. That's that uh, toe tap uh, catch in the NBA. I'm sorry, the NFL. You know that toe tap catch? You catching the end zone where they falling out of bounds? That. What he—that's kind of similar of what he was doing. He knew what he needed to, do and it came that time.
0: Yeah, awareness on a hundred. But what team should hire Doc Rivers next? I think that his field is quite open, and I,
1: I think <laughs> this really shines on one franchise to me because I always thought they were making a mistake by making such a decision, not really quickly, but not way. Sorry, not the Knicks, but the Nets. That would have been the perfect job for Doc Rivers. Go back to the East. You got star players. If they would have held off just a couple weeks, they would have gotten the right type of coach for the Nets. But I see him with either Philly, but I'm not sure he wants to live in Philadelphia, I also see him. I, I'll say I do not see him in the West at all at all unless he wants to take the Pelicans job.
0: OK, um, I mean, we do have the Thunder, the Rockets. They're both looking for a coach. Um, These are the rebuilding teams now.
1: I, was, I Cool with the Rockets, but that seems like a temporary spot if you don't get something popping soon.
0: Yeah, it's a temporary spot, but the Thunder, I think they are in the best situation moving forward. Um, So that's really a a high destiny or a hot spot.
1: True, but who wants to live in Oklahoma City? And then I I just think he needs really what is best for him, which I wouldn't do it, but what's best for him is to go to New Orleans Pelicans. That's easily easily a five-year job uh, that they whether whatever stage you get them to they'll still hold on to you for about five years all these other jobs i think are max two years even the okc is a max two years even though there will be in a real rebuilding process there's a there's a little bit shorter string or um leeway for Doc rivers after this type of collapse
0: um i don't know about the thunder i don't think that's really much of a I, I I don't think that's a, a build a rebuilding process. Even because I mean, they they made the playoffs, they had a very good season, and they have plenty of draft picks, thanks to the Clippers. <laughs> so didn't they I, say I mean, they were gonna
1: he, get rid of Chris Paul? It's pretty much. The,
0: I, I guess oh, I there know. are some that's, familiar like players the over there.
1: There are some familiar players over there uh, that they just traded from the Clippers. His young talent that he traded away, but this man did get lose away two generations of Clippers who were NBA contenders.
0: Yeah, and blew through one leads in both of those situations. Um, but I'm really not sure what, what team he should go to next. I mean, it's, I don't know where he fits. <laughs> I just gotta see where he goes next to, to, to really get a feel for if he really fits there or not. And I, I don't know. Um, but
2: will a new head coach help the Los Angeles Clippers get a championship? Uh, you said, will who uh, get them the championship again?
0: Any new head coach. Doesn't matter with this current team.
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> no. And they're talking about step to that spot I still think that's a stupid move I, nothing really changes I understand he can't couldn't implement his own culture as being a backup uh, coach but it just seems like they have an authority issue and a, a we know it all we've been there type of attitude which really won't get better unless they have a hard nosed coach that they respect we thought that, that was Doc Rivers and come to find out he doesn't have enough energy to pick the up,
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Um, it's really hard seeing them winning a championship at this point. Um, we do have the Warriors coming back, and they look like they're trying to go for Giannis. Um, it's probably unlikely that they get him, but the Warriors will definitely be championship contenders once they get all of their pieces back, and they're just waiting in the rings to um, compete for another one. And then you got LeBron, of course, he's going to compete. And we we got the uh, in the East with Kevin Durant, what he's doing um, with the Nets, Kyrie Irving. Whenever he's there, he can contribute. But I think Kevin Durant is the biggest piece. So um, there's not many chances for them to, to win a championship, no matter who the coach is. They're
2: just going to have to do some shuffling with the players. I would agree. Um,
1: but I, I don't think there's much room here. I think uh what you call it, um Kai not Kyrie, but uh Kawhi will be in purgatory for for this remaining year and kind of be in a lost point because I don't think he gets to move to a winning situation without getting a negative notation on moving again.
0: Yeah, um but really where does he go <laughs> from this point?
2: I don't know how you get out of this team to jump in another situation. Say that one more time. I said, where does he really go
0: from here? I don't see how he runs to another team to compete for another championship without looking bad.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, I don't think, even though he has only one more year For the again, I think the Clippers would move. It would like be like a uh, we are, we both agree, but I think his options become extremely limited. You cannot go to the Lakers. Lakers fans and franchise will say we don't want you. Um, go to State. Why? Why in the world would he ever be at Go to State? Uh, I do think it's extremely limited, but there's one place he will be welcome back. He can go to the, Toronto and go ahead and own Canada they'll let him sit and not win.
0: Yeah, um, we see what load management has got him. Um, mm-hmm. But that was my last question. Um, I guess we can move along to the trivia. Uh, Alex comes up with the questions. Is almost for choice? We already did NFL. That was the first thing. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to make it. <laughs> Okay, Uh, let me start that over. So we'll move it along to the trivia questions. There's three questions. Alex comes up with the questions. They're all multiple choice. I try to give you a little bit of commentary, but you can go ahead and go with that first question, Alex. All right. So for the first question, who is the leading
1: home run hitter in the MLB of all time? A. Barry Bonds, B. Hank Aaron or C.,
0: Beirut. Well, these are all Major League Baseball greats. Um, and I guess and nobody really. Well, I think most people might know. I, I really don't care about baseball, so I really don't know much about it. Um, but go ahead and go with that first, that first question again.
1: All right. So who is the leading home run hitter in the MLB? of all time? A, Barry Bonds, B, Hank Aaron,
0: or C, Babe Ruth? I'm going to go with Barry Bonds' final answer. We're
1: confident with that answer.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I just hear his name a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good choice. So, yes, it is Barry Bonds as he has 762 uh, home, home runs second is Hank Aaron with 755 and Babe Ruth with 714 but I'll go ahead to that next question question two how many total AFC championships have the Patriots won a
2: 11 b 10 or c 9 well um
0: I should know this answer <laughs> um just thinking back, you know, Tom Brady has gone to nine championships or uh, Super Bowls. Um, and then there's a pre Tom Brady period that many people probably won't know of, but I'm pretty sure they made it against the Packers and probably one other time. I think that was against the Bears. Um, but go ahead and go with that question one more time. All right. So, how many total AFC championships?
1: Have the Patriots won? A, 11, B, 10, or C, 9?
0: I'm going to go with 11 for my final answer, Alex.
1: All right. That is correct. You just went with the most. Is that, a, is that why?
0: <laughs> no, that's not why. Um, oh, just i just, wondering, just I, wondering. Yeah, I just thought back to, you know, Tom Brady's been the nine. And they went up against the Packers um, with Brett Favre and then against the Bears um, one other time. I can't remember what year. But, yeah, that's how I figured it out. All right. Perfect. And last question. We're going to
1: see whether you go three for three. Which NBA team has the most MVP award
2: winners? A, the Spurs, B, the Celtics, or C, the Lakers? Hmm. Um, I think I can throw out the Spurs
0: because um, I, don't, I don't think they have that many MVPs. Uh, I'm not sure how far their history goes back, but not as far as the Lakers and the Celtics. And I know the Celtics have won plenty of championships, and I think they have the most at the moment. But it's really a toss up between the Lakers and the Celtics. Um. Really not sure. And this is the
1: MVPs of the league, not the MVPs
0: of the the finals, just to make sure I'm clear. Yeah, I feel like that goes hand in hand, though. Uh, But go ahead and ask that question one more time.
1: Okay. So which NBA team has the most MVP award winners? A, the Spurs, B, the Celtics, or C, the Lakers?
0: Now, do they have to be on the team Whenever they won those MVPs? Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Celtics. It'll be my final answer. Probably wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> just when I think about it. Three for three.
1: You got oh, it. Oh, okay. Cool. Celtics, Celtics have okay. 10 MVP award winners. Lakers have eight. And then the Bulls have six. Now, the Spurs have three, which is all from Tim Duncan.
0: Okay. I was like, where did the Bulls come from? That wouldn't even know. Well, i just
1: a, throw them in there because they were uh, not too far down the list after.
0: Okay. All right. So, yeah, three for three. You know, you just got to think it through real quick. You'll get them right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but that does it for So You Think You Know Sports. See you next week.